Hey, everybody, welcome back to Go Help Yourself, a comedy self-help podcast to make life suck less. I am Lisa Linky. Across from me on the internet, Ethernet, Wi-Fi enabled network is Misty Stinnett. Hello. And normally we read and review a popular self-help book uh, every Friday give you the tips, the tricks, the highs, the lows, the yays, the boos. And uh, on Tuesdays, we follow up with our weekly beef, which is where we check up on supplemental homework or material from the book, as well as do something different, like an article or trivia or mm-hmm. a je provoke, which is a thought-provoking question. But today, this is our last episode of the year. Not including bonus episodes. This is our 208th episode. Can you believe it, Misty? Dude, 208. And I remember saying this last year when we were like 104. (laughs) Two episodes a week for two full years. Plus bonus episodes, uh, because 2020 truly required some extra attention. <laughs> I was going to say, plus a pandemic. Plus so, a pandemic. Plus a pandemic. Yeah. And this episode is kind of topping off our second annual uh, string of special short and sweet holiday episodes to just get in and out really quickly and give you maybe a laugh or two, some validation, a moment of escape, rather than being like, let's deeply consider this self-help theory from this popular Mm. author. Nobody has time for that in December. Is that what we normally sound like? And yeah, that's what you sound like. Oh, well, then this is your podcast, boy. That tracks. That feels so right. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> yeah. So this is this is our episode, our second annual, to kind of reflect on what the fuck happened. <laughs> what the fuck happened this year? Misty, mm. I want to talk about how much our podcast has changed. Oh, my God. N- not since the beginning of time, but since the beginning of this year. Yeah. It's truly a completely different beast. So, Lisa, how did we start out the year? What were we doing? What did a recording session look like? Well, it's like it always did. And it started with us being blissfully unaware of what was to come. We would (laughs) meet each other halfway between our houses at the uh, lovely, the friendly confines of Fairfax Village Studios in the Mm -hmm. Melrose District in LA. And we would find parking and get in and giggle and chat and have a LaCroix and sit down. And Sab would set up microphones while we just chatted and like talked. And he went to the bathroom 18 times and like the little thing yeah. that kept the sound out would always fall on you. And it was my favorite thing. Um, yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's how we started. Yeah. There was a sound blanket that our producer, Matt Sav, and the owner and creator of Fairfax Village Studios, a brilliant composer and audio engineer, he'd hang this heavy sound blanket up in his hallway to isolate the sound in the room. But you had to like go under it to get to the bathroom. And it was always like... <laughs> <laughs> like physical comedy in a rom-com. Misty always was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. And I would just wait. Yes. And we were recording on the best equipment produced. Yeah. Every episode was produced by Sav. It was fun. It was we got to come in and be talents. And then Sav would send us these beautifully edited episodes 
And they were done. And we were really hit it because we'd been doing it for about 13 months. No, 14 months. Yeah. 15 maybe. So like we were hitting our stride in terms of efficiency and process and like knowing how long it would take. And Sav was really like, he would know when to cut stuff or know when to not. We were in a rhythm. Wonderful. Yeah. It was wonderful. And something that I really took for granted was being able to watch you and look at you during podcast recording sessions because I could read your micro expressions. I knew when you weren't done speaking. I kind of knew when I could jump in, you could see if I was about to say something. And we had this like comedic rhythm. We could tell when the other one was getting like heated about something too. Yes. And then when the pandemic set in before everybody's Wi-Fi caught up with everything, we tried like three different ways of remote recording. We tried yeah. Squadcast. We tried Zoom. We tried Quick. We tried a bunch of different yeah. things just over the phone. But like the Wi-Fi delay was so bad that it was like yeah. our comedic rhythm was off. We didn't have the right mics or equipments because equipments yeah. because we were using SAFs before we never had to think about it. And they're expensive. They are expensive. It is yes. it is cost prohibitive to have like high quality to have a stuff. And now we've upgraded mic. our equipment, but like we don't have a soundproof room. Yeah. You know, and I live in a cavernous wooden area on the street. Mm-hmm. You know, like it's yeah. it's challenging. But I will yeah. say um, I am very proud of us. And this was something I shared in our, um, when you and I connected after our happyish, uh, live event, our happyish hour, that I was really proud that in spite of all that's happened this year, we continue to put out product that we may not have felt was equivalent to the, the level of, you know, audio quality professionally produced. Yeah. But also we like incorporated what was happening. And I feel like it, it, I was really proud of us for continuing to do that. Yeah. I was really, really proud of us too. Uh, I am really proud of us because I do feel like we did our best to meet the moment. Mm-hmm. You know, we really tried to have difficult conversations and cover books about topics that aren't easy to talk about and don't have yeah. one right answer or approach like how to talk about race how to be an anti-racist, yeah. white fragility, you know, this is... Sharing how the pandemic affected us personally too, yeah. Yeah, this is not how to tidy your house, you know, or like how to light a candle. you know, I get mad whenever people instead. cover those kind of books. <laughs> well, I mean, those were also fraught with some stuff. And then Sav, because a pandemic hit, had to step mm-hmm. down as our audio producer. And we were so supportive of that and had to take on the full brunt of editing the episodes ourselves and, and editing like roughly 50 episodes. And we didn't have, we didn't start using another editing service until the end of October. And so it was really like... And when we say ourselves, Misty did it. Well, I'm trying to turn me into a, uh, I already appreciated Sav so much. Yeah. And then just knowing how much time and expertise that takes was really incredible. Yeah. And you came on, like you learned editing stuff, like you did a bunch of stuff that, you know, you were willing to do. I was like, let's throw money at this problem. And you were smart and you were like, it's too early in the pandemic for us to start throwing money at this problem. Well, I also was like, I don't have a job. I don't have a job and I don't know. Your sister did not either. (laughs) Yeah. Still hasn't. So, but I I also want to say I'm really proud and happy that you, that we found the company that we're using now because it's taken a lot of stress away. Yeah. Yeah. We're using a company called Castos for editing right now and they've been really great. So 
the day we're recording this right now is what the hell day is that? It's December 8th. And I feel so exhausted and depleted and tired and grateful. And just looking back, I cannot believe part of me is like, how did we keep this up? during this pandemic, but it also, for all of the brain power it was and work that it was and mental challenges that it was, it also felt like a worthy endeavor. And it deepened our friendship so much. So much. And like, if you and I can work together successfully and happily in a pandemic, we can keep this going forever. Yeah. Which isn't to say that we never had any problems, but like we definitely, I feel so much more close to you because we struggled through this together. Yes, absolutely. And I feel like we just really showed up. Like when one of us was like, I can't do it anymore. The other was like, I've got it. Don't worry about it. I'm going to do all the show notes for these episodes. I'm going to upload this stuff. You take a week off or we'll push that podcast recording or we'll ask a guest to come on so that one of us doesn't have to read a book and give ourselves a break. But something that really kept us going was you all, our dear longtime loyal listeners and newbies, our fresh loyal listeners. Our soon-to-be longtime Our soon-to-be. Our newbies. Writing to us and saying like, keep going. This means something to us. Or sending us a voice message on Instagram, you know, like... You don't know how much that meant to us. And we just hosted our first live event uh, last weekend where we are in the space-time continuum. And to see it, that it sold out and we actually got to meet and chat with and bond with listeners face-to-face in a meaningful way was one of the highlights of the podcast yeah. for me this year. And it was killer. Yeah. And I also want to acknowledge reading this many self-help books in a time of great trauma was not easy. So I'm very proud of us that we found a way to keep doing that, whether by throwing in some fun ones here and there or just like, I I don't know, but this, Mm -hmm. that was also a personal challenge. And like I did, I do think we having guests and, you know, finding books that were current or, you know, maybe not necessarily categorically self-help or, you know, lighthearted book, I think was just, we found a way to make it work. And I'm glad we had the year that we had before so that Mm -hmm. we could kind of navigate this. Cause if we were starting this, this year, I don't know that it would have continued. Oh yeah, that's true. I hadn't thought about that. And honestly, Lisa, we didn't cover that many lighthearted books. (laughs) Like I was looking back through our list and I was like, okay, the start of the year was like, make your and digital minimalism and like well, you had that whole string of like army and like military personnel. Oh yeah. Captain Daddy. Captain Daddy Abershoff. But then it quickly went into like for the love of men and the dance of anger and man's search for meaning and all of our anti-racist series. And like for a while I yeah. was just like we need a Bruce Bryans. So thank you for covering that and <laughs> going into that. But God help us. Lisa, I, I have a question for you. Yeah. I want to know if you could pick just one, and I'm sure there are several, but if you could pick just one, is there a high and a low as far as self-help that you've learned this year? Like, was there a piece of self-help that really stuck with you and helped you and or did something totally feel you. I do feel like for me, the biggest mind shift I've had, it's a tie. 
the work that we did around the election with the Citizens Guide debating Donald Trump and OMG WTF, does mm-hmm. the Constitution actually say in our conversation with Ben Sheehan, like yeah, those, yeah, yeah. I think, really supported me in getting through what was an incredibly terrifying year in terms of democracy. Um, yeah. And then I think for my mind shift, um, how to be an anti-racist probably shifted me the most. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, scratch that. It was Think and Grow Rich. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think? Did you grow? Are you rich? Uh, not enough because I'm broke. So thank you. And I echo a lot of what you said. I think all of the wildly important intersectional, uh, incredible books that we read that opened our eyes to these mm-hmm. systemic power structures and systems was absolutely invaluable. And on the flip side, if we're talking about just really general self-help stuff, um, I was really surprised because I did not love this book overall. I thought it was kind of surface level if you listen to the review, but How to Be an Imperfectionist by Stephen Guise. Is that the title? It's How to Be an Imperfectionist. Thank you. Thank you. Never let a bit die. Never let a bit die. Damn had this one section that talked about reframing how you view success. And he had this little mantra that was progress, not perfection. Right. So rather than feeling like I had to do a task in its entirety, as well as I possibly could, just saying like, no, progress is okay. I was in an intensive nine-week writing workshop. Why would I do that to myself in a pandemic? Who can know? And I was really beating myself up for only doing half of the homework or half of the exercises. And by the way, the exercises consisted of like two hours a day of writing, which is too much for me to do sometimes. But I would turn in just a scene a week and say, you know what? Progress, not perfection. And I learned a lot. I learned, I got so much out of that class just from progress. So that really helped me. And then, um, my the major major fail for me was the power of positive thinking. Positive thinking does not work for me, especially in a pandemic. And that was such a shit oh. book. Yeah, you know what I you mean. You just didn't think positive enough. Oh, that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And I probably so thank you thought for the this pandemic, pandemic yeah. into yeah existence. You did. So thank you for that. You're welcome. No. That shit is bad. And it does not work. No, you are we gotta right. we gotta honor and lean in and cherish our negative emotions because they give us information and we love them. They really do. Yeah. Um, I'm just. I feel like we've said it. I'm super grateful for you. I'll say it again. And grateful for our friendship. And super thankful that I have this opportunity to see you multiple times a week, talk to you multiple times a week, FaceTime you, and neither one of us knows if I'm going to be crying or laughing and vice versa. Same. FaceTime roulette. (laughs) I'm just super grateful that we're on this journey and we've really, it's expanded so much to you, longtime loyal listeners, for being, you know, the people who share about us and let others know what's happening, you know, and, and say, I've got this podcast, you should listen to it or you should try. Or when people yeah. say, how did you know that about that book? You can say, oh, cause these two unemployed, amazing, hilarious, tired, under capacity, depleted <laughs> bitches. Talk about it uh, once a week on a show. And, um, so we just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for that. 
Yeah. And thank you everybody for sharing your struggles, your triumphs, for all of your suggestions about what to cover or what you'd like to hear from us or, you know, things that you wish we had talked about, but we didn't. Like we're learning so much and it feels like such an energetic exchange between all of us, which is so fucking cool. And fascinating in the pandemic where we're isolated. We're not even together. But yeah. this exchange between our uh, our LLLs has really made us feel connected. I'm very grateful yeah. for it. And one of the things we meant to say at the top, oh my gosh, this is so 2020. Go fuck yourself, 2020. Is that one of the things we're most excited about is we finally launched a merch store. Yeah. Looking forward into 2021, we have merch and they're adorable designs and they're size inclusive. There's magnets and pins and stickers and mugs, laptop cases. There's t-shirts. There's not. And by the way, there's not just sweatshirts. You can get a, a hoodie a zip hoodie, mm-hmm. a lightweight zip hoodie. You can get a crew mm-hmm. neck. You can get a lightweight crew neck. There's a ringer tee. There are notebooks. I mean, like, it's so cute. And we did this because it's it makes us feel like we all are connected. You know what I mean? It's almost like a yeah. uniform. Like you buy a little piece of merch and it's like, oh, that, you know, yeah. that's my people. That's my community. So, um, and if, by the way, we will put, we will link to our merch shop in show notes. If there is a design or a saying you wish we had included that's not up there yet, just email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com and we will immediately make a design and upload it for you. Um, but that was something that w- that felt really good to put together because it was kind of like an external representation, you know, of our podcast. Episode. Well, we talked about it at the end of the episode last year. I gave you and Sav those Go Help Yourself mugs. Yeah. And we were like, we need to have a merch store. And we got it under the gun, baby. We, we got, got it under, under the, the gun, gun in a pandam. In a pandam. It only took us another 103 episodes to do. Uh, we are also launching a Patreon starting in January, and that is to help support the podcast. We have been fully self-funded, a.k.a. Yeah. just Lisa and I paying all production costs of the podcast yeah. for two years. And we thought that it would be just such a fun way to create more content, more community, videos, pictures, connecting in a more meaningful way. So more to come about that. There will be special announcements about the specifics of that, but that's something we're really excited about. And we've grown so much. We have exponentially increased downloads because all of you are telling your friends and sharing it. And gosh, you know, I'm just grateful for everybody. Me too. Happy New Year. Dear God, we hope 2021 is better than 2020. And I don't want to say don't that. say it because that's what we said in 2019. And 2020 was a shit show. Don't tempt the universe. That's, oh, my God. If you listen to last year's rear end to the year end, it is hilarious. We're like, if you're in the future, don't tell us how it's going. And it has to be better. And oh, God, we were so dumb. So I'm just gonna say, may we meet 2021 with as much happiness and glee and joy and <laughs> perseverance that we can muster. Yes. And to say farewell to 2020 forever, we'd like to sing you our own version of Odd Lang Syne. Should 2020 be forgot and left and burn and die?
Should 2021 start now and kiss this year goodbye? For fuck's sake, can we be done? This year is one big sigh. We're ready to be rid of you. Fuck off 2020. Bye-bye. <laughs> Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year, everybody. See you next year. Life is abundant. Go Help Yourself was produced by Misty Stinnett and Lisa Linky. Our theme song was written by the inimitable Matt Sav. Inimitable. There's nothing we love more than hearing from you. Email us at gohelpyourselfpodcast at gmail.com. We're also at gohelpyourselfpodcast on Instagram and at ghypodcast on Twitter. And you can go old school and check out our website at gohelpyourselfpodcast.com. It basically is a fancy PowerPoint slide. If you liked our podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review you because it helps other people find our show. You know who else needs to find it? Your friends. Tell all of your friends. Okay, thanks. Bye. Bye.